Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. My name is Sydney Chanlione, and today I have a lovely young woman with me today. Her name is Casey Wilborn Snap, and we're talking about an inspiration of September being a Suicide Prevention Month. We're going to be talking about that, as well as the CCEO cohort and the, the Power of Dreams event, also through Save a Girl, Save a World, that'll be happening in October. And we're going to be getting all into that. But I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Ms. Casey because if I just read off her bio, and her, the credentials and everything that she has going on, I think you guys will be just as astounded as I am. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the time to do that. So my guest, Casey Wilburn Snap, is responsible for violence interruption, program facilitation, and engagement for security classified inmates in correctional facilities. She has an undergraduate degree in political science and secondary education from Spelman College. Uh, and she has advanced degrees in educational leadership and curriculum, and currently completing her education and counseling doctorate degree which I absolutely adore. And she is also the co-founder of A Seat at My Sister's Table and is on the board for Save a Girl, Save a World. And as you guys know, every month I do an installment of Save a Girl, Save a World, which is a 501c3 mentoring and esteem building program assisting young women and girls. Welcome to the show. <laughs> well, thank you. All of this energy. I love it. I love it. I love it. You remind me of Tika Sumter for, re- for some reason. Really? Yes. Thank you. You're very well spoken. <laughs> all of that. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, let's get right on into it. So uh, with your work in, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. How did you first get associated with Save a Girl, Save a World? I became associated with Save a Girl, Save a World during their second year, maybe. They were at Bennett College. And mm-hmm. so Glenda asked me to come and see what they were doing and participate in the retreat. At the time, it was a retreat. It was not a full-fledged organization absolutely fell in love with it. And from there, there was just such great synergy. I believed in the mission and and vision that she has for the young women to be able to connect them with professional mentors and expose them to the world beyond the college campus. And so I've been stuck ever since. And now I currently sit as her, her board chair. I love that. And again, like, I think the way that you were inspired by Save a Girl, Save a World is the same way that I am. And, you know, being in communications in turn that they invited me into being and being their high school student, because I think it's mostly established around college young women and HBCUs, just seeing the welcoming environment and everything that it surrounds, I think is something that sets them apart from other organizations like them. Uh, but I'm really glad that you're here and, you know, we're talking about suicide prevention and everything like that. So welcome again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So how did you get involved into your working in like correctional facilities and working with, you know, like security classified inmates? I want to know, how did you end up in that route? Well, we, that's a, it's actually a book and a movie all within itself, but I can tell you, I I can tell you that I was not only equipped, but qualified to do the work. I started working with correctional facilities in 2019, Mm -hmm. a gentleman and started in South Carolina, left, wasn't good. It wasn't a good match at the time. And then I was recruited back in 2021 and I went from Virginia to Boston, back to Virginia, and then just examining correctional facilities and criminal justice reform as a whole. I then decided that I was going to create what I thought was the best level of programming for individuals that are justice impacted. That's what I call them. And I became a vendor. And so now I have my own contract inside of Virginia. That's amazing. And I also want to know, like, how did you establish your 501c3a seat at my sister's table? Sure. So um, my co-founder and I both had 
experiences with, with sexual and societal trauma. Mm-hmm. And it is often not a conversation that's that's had inside of the, the homes of African-Americans, particularly if you are middle class or upperly mobile. It's just something that doesn't that discourse. Right. Isn't it? It's not accepted or discussed mm-hmm. inside of our social circles. It doesn't happen amongst the sororities. We don't have it in the HBCUs. We don't talk about those things that happen two little girls of color, particularly black girls. And so my business partner and I decided that we were going to create something in response to our experience that no one would validate, right? No one would own or acknowledge occurred. And so because sexual and societal trauma happens uh, amongst black women so much, and it's not discussed, it's not addressed. and, and, And it's not, there's nothing that supports individuals who've had that level of trauma. We decided to do it. We, we started in 2019. So we are a seat at my sister's table, an organization for girls and, and women of color who have been exposed to sexual and societal trauma to include molestation and incarceration. Absolutely. And again, you mentioned, you know, the invalidation, which I think is a part of the reason why it's not talked about in either homes or, you know, between conversations that young women have with one another about, you know, maybe the sexual or societal trauma that they've experienced, because whenever they do, it's just kind of like, oh, you're fine. You're, you know, like we're, you know, we're strong black women, the stereotype that we always surround ourselves with. So it's just kind of like, we don't need to talk about it because it's just not generally accepted. And so and we don't talk about it because no one wants to, to, to have that accountability. No mom wants to accept the fact that she left her, her, her daughter uncovered, right? We don't want to have that conversation, but that is in in fact, what happens. You leave your children uncovered. So when they're uncovered, then anything can happen to them. And so I was uncovered and because it didn't mean that I was poor, I wasn't poor, right? I wasn't in poverty. I didn't come from a a home where my mom wasn't educated. She was a school teacher, but at some point in my life, I was uncovered and I wasn't uncovered to be vulnerable to a stranger it was someone that we knew, right? Right. And again, I really think that, you know, a seat at my, ta- a seat at my sister's table is something that supports that mostly. And just like, I'm glad that you're here to talk about it now. So like all my listeners are aware of what's going on in the community and why they should be hopefully a part of this organization as well. Sure. But I also want to know, like in, with your work in the correctional facilities and your 501c3 uh, that you've been exposed to, uh, how do you navigate a path in improving their well-being and why do you think it is beneficial for them? I think it's beneficial because at the end of the day, we don't look at re-entry the way that we look at recovery. We don't look at individuals that are just as impacted the way that we do individuals who are battling substance use, right? And because of that, individuals that are just as impacted often are a part of the socially disadvantaged community, unless they happen to be a rap star or some budding actress who's successful. And I think that is such a tremendous injustice because justice impacted people are human beings. They are consumers, they are taxpayers, but most of all they're children of God, right? And none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I wanna know like, you know, relating this to, you know, suicide, suicide prevention month, why do you think that raising awareness for this, you know, as like either substance abuse or, you know, sexual assault or rape or something like that, that all like, you know, young women and sometimes men have experienced, why do you think it is important to always mention and to raise awareness for? Because suicide, as with 
as with health disparities is a public health crisis. And it is a part of the structural violence and racism that exists in this country. And it is important to raise that awareness because there, there are levels of social determinants of health that impact individuals from having the same quality of life and opportunities for quality of life as their white and suburban counterparts. Exactly. And you know, it really makes, you know, me feel uplifted as we're talking about that, about this with someone who has experienced, you know, either considering suicide or has family members or friends that also have considered it and having to help them through their process. I really appreciate this conversation being held as to why it is important to be raising awareness about it. So what professional development strategies, self-help and, you know, system thinking could you share with my listeners? Your listeners, I wish that they could all be in the room on October 9th for our power dream. So um, I will say that self-care is health care. Mm-hmm. You have to have a balance, right? You have to have a balance in order to be successful. Because again, in thinking about prevention month and the awareness, achievement without fulfillment is failure. So to achieve a certain a certain level in the workforce, to achieve certain milestones, to achieve certain accolades, to achieve certain degrees, to achieve making it into certain sororities and and fraternities, to achieve those things and still not do the work for fulfillment is failure. Because when you think about Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain made so many of us adults happy on Sunday evenings to find out what his next adventure was. But guess what? He he uh, He had achievement, but he didn't have fulfillment. And so he committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Robin Williams, when I was growing up, you weren't thought of, made the world smile and laugh. He achieved so much, right? He he won so many awards. He had achievement. I mean, he was a comedian. He was was a jokester. And yet within his own secret silos of himself, he had no fulfillment. And Mm -hmm. so you must have achievement and fulfillment. And I'll tell you this, fulfillment comes first. Happiness comes first. Joy comes first. Peace comes first because there will be individuals in your life, including your families, your parents, your children, who will chip away at you, right? And they will be so critical. And and, and it's the messages, particularly when you are a a black girl, Mm -hmm. right? People tell us our lips are too big. We're too dark. We need to sit up posture, can't walk this way, don't speak like this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's so many messages that society, but our families will give us that supports a mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. So I would say achievement and fulfillment for success. Uh, Always learn. People see this thing right here, particularly social media. Social media has to have more than an entertaining role. Mm -hmm. Bible says in all that getting, get understanding. Always use something to get better, Mm -hmm. to get information, to get knowledge, right? Because it's all possible. Why am I saying that? Most important thing, it's mindset. You have to see it before you can see it. And I am of the belief, in spite of all of the things that I've been through, there is nothing even at 46 years old, that I can't become. If I can't become it, it's not something that I want. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I love that answer. <laughs> and I'm going to go to that every single day down in my book about, you know, just knowing that achievement is not fulfillment. Uh, but right before we get into our break, why do you think, you know, our society kind of sets up as just kind of like, get this job, you know, have good money, you know, try to support yourself. Why do you think that is so talked about over your well-being, your mental health, and just, you know, having a positive, you know, different mindset towards that? Why do you think that that is taught in our society? So, so good job does, does not equate to good money. That's a myth, right? Mm-hmm. Education does not make you rich, but it does give you options. So education is important. But I think that, be, I think as we have shifted uh, as a group of people, that we have abandoned some of the things that made us relevant in the marketplace. And we, we accepted the exchange. We accepted no longer making it important to know how to sew. However, now when you go and look for a seamstress, there aren't any seamstress that look like us. When we talk about all of the things that used to be relevant, that allowed us to have our segregated societies Mm -hmm. and thrive in them, right? We bought into the exchange where we began to send our children to college. And it was more about go to college, go to college, get a good job, right? But getting a good job did not equate into being able to own your own time Mm -hmm. and be financially independent because middle class for us is working class. Right. Right. And so we have to go back to teach our young people to own both spaces. So that means you go and get the degree in communications, but you also take ownership of how you're going to work that degree. And that's as your own brand and as an entrepreneur. Exactly. And that really speaks to me, you know, as someone who wants to get into communication. So just like seeing where I want to go with that. And, you know, with me having a very broad mindset about it, just like I see myself working with Microsoft to, you know, hosting the Oscars one day. I love it. Thank you. Um, But it's just kind of one of those things where it's just kind of like, and something that I learned earlier this year is just like, I, I can do everything, but maybe not all at the same time. And just creating this mindset. I love it as much passion as I want to put into the work that I do, it's also important that I take time for myself. And, you know, and all the things that I do, you know, I'm like, yeah, so like, of course I'll do this speaking engagement for you, or of course I'll support you in your business. Yeah, so I'll have this position in this new club that you're starting. I think that I'm finally taking the time, even as a senior, that I need to start saying no to a few things. Just be, so I, it, it comes in with my own mental health. And just so like, I'm always, you know, checking on myself, like, okay, do I really have the time for this? You know, do I make sure that I'm putting my priorities before, you know, the needs that everyone else wants me to be a part of, because I will be anyone's number one cheerleader if they ask. And, you know, sometimes they don't even have to ask. I'll just be there regardless. Um, But I think that, you know, teaching myself to own my mental health and owning my own time, that which we mentioned, uh, is something that's going to be something newly important to me. So let me give you a tip. Sure. The word no to word but it's also a response Mm -hmm. and it can be used often and regularly as it should be just like the word. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'll write that down, (laughs) but thank you so much, Casey, for joining me thus far. And thank you to my listeners. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation and are just as alighted as I am right now. Uh, And we will be right back after this break.
Hey, this is Sydney Chalolone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Casey Wilburn Snap, and we're just talking about, you know, suicide prevention, you know, the type of mindset that we want to have in our first half of this episode, and we're, let's get back on into it. So I want to know what kind of advice could you give to myself and maybe my listeners to how we can support a friend who may be experiencing either suicidal thoughts or, you know, messages or something like that. How can we support them? So there is, there is an evidence-based model called QPR. You question you persuade and you refer. I would highly encourage to never leave a loved one, a friend or anyone who is considering death by suicide alone and tell someone there is no level of confidentiality when there's a life on the line. So you want to always question and you're asking, are, are you considering harming yourself? You persuade, you give them a reason why life is worth living, and then you refer. But after you refer, and that's referring them to a mental health facility, a crisis center, the very next thing that you do in tandem with the QPR method, especially if they're underage, is you tell. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And you know, I really feel like, you know, my favorite part of QPR is probably the reasoning. And, you know, just telling them, you know, why it's important that their life is still here and like, you know, why it's important that, you know, we want them here. Yes, absolutely. That's where me specifically, I feel most heard when people are like, you know, you deserve to be here. You know, everything that you do, you know, even besides all the accolades and everything else that you do that, you know, your life is more valuable than all the lists on my resume. But, um, yeah, I really appreciate that. Again, I'm writing that down. I hope you guys have been taking notes. I should have mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, but notebook should be out and pen should be in movement, okay? <laughs> but moving on from that, I, I want to get into a little bit of Save a Girl, Save a World and our She CEO cohort that is coming up uh, September 22nd. So as soon as this episode comes out, so laptops up, you know, addresses open, okay? <laughs> I want to know uh, what... CEO, what is this new cohort coming up and what do we need to know about it? 
Okay, so the new cohort, of course, is going to be asynchronous and synchronous, and I will be there facilitating. However, there will be some work that the young ladies will be able to do on their own. We're going in a different direction with regard to how we really begin to not just get, obtain an EIN. There's more to being a CEO than saying, I set up my business, I, I went on the irs.gov website, I have an EIN, and now I'm a CEO. There's a habit of mind that goes with that. And there are certain things that go with level five leadership that is required for being a CEO. And most often, uh, I would see you as a CEO, as the owner of your own podcast company, and that brand is important. However, you have to be able to be consistent in your decision, but you need to be flexible in your approach, right? Some of us are going to graduate college and just because you're graduating college, even with your own business does not mean that you're going to assume the necessary role immediately, mm-hmm. right? To just operate a business independently. There are some, there are going to be some instances where you have to get some, some work experience. You're going to have to move in those rooms. And so we have to prepare young women to have the, the personality and the pulse for the boardroom. And that's very important. So the she CEO cohort, cohort is going to expose them to uh, uh, various disciplines, various niches with regard to employment, strategy, professions. However, we're going to get into the mindsets because mindsets make it makes the move for you. Mm-hmm. And it also makes the money. Yes. Right. And then like, you know, I think, I feel like being an entrepreneur or a business owner or anything that under the, that falls under the sun for that, it's just kind of, like you said, it is the mindset. And, you know, if I really didn't want to, I wouldn't have continued my podcast. I wouldn't have started it. And, you know, it doesn't, you know, take, no one wakes up one day and they're like, "Mm, I'm going to start this business and put my foot into it. Sure. And, you know, I feel like, you know, my experience through she's CEO and everything that they taught me about that and just knowing how to establish myself, especially in like a corporate America kind of environment, I really think it's important, especially that we're teaching these young uh, HBCU women how to establish themselves in these type of realms. And Um, they need to sign up. I mean, the list is very light right now. We don't have a lot of takers the way that I thought we would, but, but you're going to miss it this time. If you're, if you're not in the room, if you're not on the zoom, you're going to miss it. We have a plethora of different women who have made high six, high seven, figures in a a myriad of different careers that aren't on the beaten path that we see it. We're not talking about uh, the CEO of Starbucks. We're talking about a a person who has conceivably made a million dollars in the the online clothing industry or a million dollars in credit repair. So it's it's really exposing and reimagining what wealth looks like, what opportunity looks like, and what business looks like. Absolutely. And this is a new opportunity <laughs> for you ladies listening who would want to be a part of the She CEO program. Uh, and as we're talking about it and everything that it pertains, is there an age range for this co- for this cohort? Uh, what is the kind of, I guess, requirements to be part of College it? students. We want college students and we have a cutoff. So we're, we're going to take the, the first young ladies to apply and register. It is of no cost. And there's a gift in showing up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Something that I've always learned is that, you know, even participation gets awarded, you know, showing up means something. So, you know, absolutely. Things are open, you guys. They're here for you and here for you to, you know, really uplift and empower yourself into getting into the entrepreneurial world or everything else that you want to do in your life. So please 
I encourage you to sign up. Absolutely. I mean, we had a pitch competition. We have one every iteration of the She CEO program. And there were only three young ladies to, to participate in the competition. And we had three awards. So there's opportunities. There's a gift in showing up. And so we have to we have to be self-starters and we have to have the initiative and the tenacity to be able to go into a room, enter into spaces where we can learn. Absolutely. And as you're moving forward from that and everything else that Save the World, Save the World has going on, I want to know what is going on with our upcoming Power of Dreams event? The Power of Dreams event is going to be in Atlanta. It is an empowerment summit. We have some amazing women that will be in the room. And these are women. What I did was I looked at who was trending in the social media world and in the entrepreneurial circle. And these are the women that are trending. And so I, I asked them if they would participate. They said, yes, they're going to be at the bakery, which is in Atlanta. I believe the owner is a seven figure owner who went from rags to riches almost. I think her name is Miss Skittles. Um, she's, it's her facility. So we are occupying that space on October 9th. And then we have just some phenomenal women that will allow anyone that's in the room to walk out with a strategy for success. We have Rem the Credit Lady. We have Latasha Weatherall, who's the Olivia Pope of business. So we're talking about business funding, business credit, business structure. We have Sabri, the fairy brand mother, who is a marketing guru. We have Aisha Habib from Aisha Does It, who is a therapist and mental health counselor. And we have Angela Wright, who is, oh my goodness, she is the epitome of resilience, motivational speaker and author. And then I will be there facilitating. So if you want a strategy, these are women who typically charge anywhere from $5,000 to $25,000 to be in the room. Why am I saying that? Because oftentimes we undervalue and undersell our services. Now, these are women that are going to be in the room for any college student or any adult woman, and you would not normally have that kind of access, so why not take advantage of it? October 9th at the bakery in Atlanta, Georgia from one o'clock until four o'clock, we're even going to feed you, but you'll get a level five experience in leadership and networking and strategy. Absolutely. I'm like, so, I am so enticed, you know, like just everything you're speaking about, I'm just so uplifted and excited for, you know, this event and everything that is going on through it. So again, you guys, please apply. If you live in the Atlanta area, show up and show out. I really feel like the amazing information is going to be shared there. And like uh, Ms. Casey was saying, you are going to walk out with something special with something that ties to you. So please sure. show up. And the information is, is located on the, it should be on the SAG saw Instagram page, or they can follow me at I am underscore Casey Wilborn. I am, I underscore MKC underscore Wilborn snap. But if you go into Instagram and pull up Casey Wilborn snap, you'll see me. Okay. All right. Do that. <laughs> Guys, please go follow her. And again, we'll get back into that a little bit later at the end of our episode. So my listeners. Yeah. We can follow you, of course. Uh, but we also have a Power of Dreams Summit retreat also happening in Atlanta uh, yes. in the middle of November. So can you speak a little bit on what that's going, what entails with that? 
Okay, so it is a three-day weekend. It will start on November 11th, and then our last day is November 13th. We will be in Atlanta again. Our host hotel is the Marriott, and we are, again, going into Power of Dreams 2.0, and that allows all of the HBCUs that we work with. Those young ladies will converge on the campus of Clark Atlanta University, where we will engage in fellowship, networking, learning, lifestyles. So we are bringing in some level level five leaders, C-suite individuals who will come and provide any kind of opportunity, information that any young woman could ever want. And we will have that brain trust in the room, coupled with the pairing of mentors and mentees. And that mentor is the individual who will uh, work with the young lady uh, student throughout the school year. And you guys, I was able to be a part of a small piece of our summit last year. I got to sign on, you know, they had me introduce myself. I felt like I was a part of the team and, you know, just being a part of this amazing summit. So again, sign up. These opportunities are open for you guys, especially young women in the HBCU communities or any college, honestly. Uh, so please join, sign up to all the opportunities you have open to you. And again, that, that can be found through the Save a Girl, Save a World website. Yes. Uh, one more thing I want to get into before I let you go, Casey, is that you live by the mindset in life, we are halfway through, but we are half, but we are but halfway done. So what does this mean to you? And how do you apply it to your everyday life? So anything that's not growing is dead. Oftentimes people think that because they've worked 30 years or they've done something, um, that life is over. I've, I've gone to school and I've obtained my degree. We never stop learning. We never stop learning just as we never stop living until we stop living, right? And we cease to exist. And so I think that in life and all that we do, we're only halfway there. You're always only halfway there. We don't even use our brain to its fullest capacity. We don't even use 35% of our brain. So imagine what else we're leaving on the table relative to knowledge and experience. And that's what I mean by that. Exactly. I'm so inspired. Oh. <laughs> but thank you so much, Casey, for joining me. And thank you to my listeners for listening. Before you go, uh, go ahead and re-mention how my listeners can reach and follow you, how they can be associated with the upcoming events that Save a Girl, Save a World has going on, including sure. the cohorts, the Power of Dreams event that's happening in Atlanta on October 9th, and the Power of Dreams Summit Retreat, also in Atlanta from November 11th to the 13th. You can follow me on Instagram at I underscore MKC, that's 1K1C, underscore Wilborn, W-I-L-B as in boy, O-U-R-N, S-N-A-P-P. Well, some of you may say, well, that's a very long Instagram name. Well, I have a very long name, but it's I underscore MKC underscore Wilborn Snap. And if you put some variation and I believe, I believe it'll come up, that's how you follow me. To follow Save a Girl, Save a World. And that's what we want you to do. All you have to do is go to at Save a Girl underscore Save a World. And we are on Instagram. And that's how you can sign up for the mentoring program and for the retreat in November. If you're interested in the summit that we're having October 9th, you wanna to go to my Instagram page. Thank you again so much, Ms. Casey, for joining me. You guys, I hope you guys are just as inspired and enlightened and empowered as I am right now. Everything she spoke on, I feel was very powerful to me and hopefully to you all as well. Uh, but thank you so much to my listeners. Thank you again, Ms. Casey. And this is Perfect Timing. 
Jay, stay with me.